everyone, and welcome to the Dancing Bear Enlightenment Academy YouTube channel, Holistic Transformation. We have a wonderful guest today, Tammy Cho. She is a, a self-love embodiment guide, psychosomatic therapist, speaker, coach, and healer. She uses a proven face and body analysis system with intuitive coaching to help service-based providers, and entrepreneurs. This helps them to reconnect with their body, heal their past, and create impact, influence, and income without exhaustion and self-sacrifice. Wow. Welcome, Tammy. Thanks for having me, Dr. Beverly. Well, we're glad you're here. So tell us about your personal journey, how you got started, and why is that now your passion? Well, Beverly, it started off one day um, as I was working as a registered nurse at work, right? And uh, I started having heart palpitations, which rated up my jaw and down my arm. And I was, you know, obviously getting chest tightness and I having a hard time breathing. And I ended up being wheeled off to emergency in front of all my coworkers at work that day. And, you know, leading up to that, like, I actually knew that I was experiencing like high exhaustion and anxiety. And I, yeah, I knew I wasn't doing well, I was losing concentration. And I even got, you know, a doctor's note in preparation to leave work. Um, but I just couldn't, couldn't get myself to actually let go and actually prioritize what I knew was right. And, you know, some people might question, you know, is it my intelligence level, right? And um, actually, where this all comes from, and when we look deeper into our stories, um, I was I came into this world where, where my mom left me at 20 days old and to a physically and emotionally abusive father. And oh. at that time, like I, I grew up in a space where I didn't um, think or feel uh, or wasn't shown that I was really um, worth anything, so to speak. I experienced a lot of bully, excuse me, bullying. And yeah, I struggled a lot with, um, you know, self-worth and all these things, you know, mm -hmm. and um, it really, it really wasn't until, um, well, I, I should say that um, through this whole experience, like that getting used to just doing things for other people, you know, mm -hmm. to be good enough and uh, basically ignoring my own needs, my wants, um, even speaking up for myself, I got really good at numbing out my own feelings and not re really basically just doing things to make everyone happy. And I got really good at putting on a mask. I got a good career. I got a loving husband. I got the white picket fence. We got investments and real estates and everything on the outside looked really good, <laughs> Dr. Beverly. Um, but inside, I just, I still felt unfulfilled and unhappy and experienced a lot of anxiety and depression and all of this. And so yeah, I got used to putting on that face and um, it really wasn't until I, I had my daughter and she was six months old and she was lying there on one of those baby Einstein mats. And for the very first time, she actually intentionally hit one of those hanging toys. And there was a community nurse that was sitting next to me on my living room couch. And she said, oh, Tammy, did you see that? And I, I saw it. I just sat there and I was so numbed out and focused on everything I had to do to keep this um, human being alive. I just couldn't even connect to all the, the beautiful moments. Um, oh, 
And yeah, and so that really propelled me, obviously, to start counseling and all these things, but it really started me um, looking at trying to master my mind, became an NLP practitioner, and running mastermind, trying to, you know, go get things and, and yeah, really feeling good about myself and helping others. And yeah, and I still didn't take away everything I was feeling, you know, and, and I, I ventured into doing energy, various energy healing modalities. And I was exchanging energy healings basically every week. And if I was honest with, my, with myself, when I stopped doing those things, I really, everything came back. And so I kept on venturing and because I was a truth seeker, <laughs> I basically kept on going in, into myself and did four years in emotional and spiritual healing and became a psychosomatic therapist where I realized it's really about coming back to self to really feel the deeper emotions and coming back to my body to be present and to create this um, healing that became a long-term, long-lasting uh, transformation for myself. And so this is why I'm so passionate about helping people um, honor themselves, love themselves in a way that they don't have to choose sacrificing themselves and to be pushed through exhaustion to, to be happy and to be abundant. So help people understand what psychosomatic means in case they don't know. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you. It is, it is um, in simple terms, it's a study of the body, mind, heart, soul connection. It's that our body is actually speaking everything that uh, it's happening underneath us, underneath at a subconscious level. And so that's why I use the, the face and body analysis to guide people. And then NLP is neuro-linguistic programming. How does that fit in with that? Yes, um, it, it's a, a way to learn how your mind works um, and how um, the human, how we uh, process within our, um, the, 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 the dynamics of our mind and how we receive and process information. And the power of words. Yes, yes. I mean, I, I hope I, I'm, I'm sure there's like a better definition, but that's what the one that's coming up right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I teach NLP too. <laughs> Beautiful. So, what is the primary struggle you see among the people you help? Um, honestly, um, it's a place where they know they got to take care of themselves. They already know that. Um, very high functioning human beings making a difference. And there's a space within themselves where they, they feel like they're, you know, they've worked on mindset for a while, they're doing all the right things. Um, and it's, they feel like something's missing and they can't always put a finger on it, but when they lie there at night, it's kind of, yeah, something doesn't feel right. And I, I, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it's, and often it's that disconnect between knowing and actually being able to do something and be what they are truly here, what they're meant to be. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that bridge, that disconnect um, is what uh, many people come to me with. Um, yeah. And if there's a place within them that they, they, they say to me, I don't, I don't really know why I'm working with you. They, their mind comes up with some things that seems to make sense, but they, it, it's really a deeper calling um, within themselves is what I'm noticing as a trend right now. And so do you have like a secret or a trick there, a process that you use for helping them? Uh, well, um, 
what I find has, has been the very effective way to helping someone really see and understand themselves so they can stop running away from themselves. And it is a process where I use their own face and their body. Um, but the first step is usually the face. And I help them. Well, first of all, I, I it highlights the face and body analysis, uh, or I should say the face analysis highlights someone's strengths, um, the challenges, and the internal conflicts within themselves. Um, there's a journey I walk them through where they see the inside of themselves, which is the left side of the face, and to journey how they actually show up on the outside of their face, uh, with the right side. <laughs> and so I help them see where they are out of alignment, um, not being authentic or real with themselves. Mm -hmm to help them see where, where are the places that their own body is highlighting to me and uh, screaming out to them what subconsciously they want them to know. And so I, I've worked with a lot of um, um, psychosomatic therapists and this common trend we hear is that the a lot of therapists that have experienced psychosomatics work, they see the face analysis and the body work as something they could achieve in maybe six to eight sessions with a client. And it could be drawn out because it's highlighted in our face and body. Um, and I do my best to hold that loving space for someone to really feel safe, to really look at themselves in this way. Um, because I, I think a lot of us are intelligent, but when it comes to the emotions, it's not always feel that easy, right? Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Very true. <laughs> oh, wow. So how has this work impacted you personally? Well, um, I, I have to say that when in my whole, whole journey, um, Beverly, when I was trying to do all these things, when I got real with myself and actually looked at the truth versus I call it running away doing and not really being feeling within myself uh, I realized it was I was pushing it away I, I was not allowing myself to receive because there's a place within me I didn't feel like I deserved it and mm -hmm. this is exactly what I see in my clients is that they feel that they're doing all the right things but they're energetically pushing it away um and I sorry what's that self-sabotage Yes, yes, it is. And, and I, people hear this all the time um, uh, about the word self-sabotage. Um, and I've, I truly feel like it's actually, um, I, I call it a lack of coherence in ourselves. Like a lack of coherence, meaning a disconnect between their thought, emotions, and our embodied action in that taking what feels right within us and having that alignment with it, within us. And so it's, I think people do thoughts and actions better than they do feelings. And so, uh, so I, I, say, I say that again and again in my story, right? That's exactly why I do what I do. Cause I know how hard it is to go to those places. And so my goal is not to help someone get lost in their emotions per se. It's building emotional leadership and embodiment of what they're actually wanting to create in alignment with who they are. And this building this coherence, it's, it's returning to more of who they are anyway, mm -hmm. and to allow themselves to just let in what they say they want. Nice. Yeah. 
I get kind of fiery and passionate about this. <laughs> well, well, oh, I can totally relate to what you're saying. I see that in people all the time. It's totally true. So how does the face and body analysis help service-based providers and entrepreneurs create impact without exhaustion and self-sacrifice? Well, I, I, I dived into this a bit earlier, just uh, using the face and the body as a, as a place of, you know, many of us look at ourselves like it's in the mirror and, you know, we put on our makeup or whatever we do and we're not really connecting with ourselves. And so when I walk someone through the journey of their face or the journey of their body, it helps build that uh, reconnect themselves to their body, um, to their emotions and to what, what is being highlighted. And, and honestly, um, some pay, I mean, some clients I work with, they connect with um, what I'm saying and some are haven't connected to themselves. So it really depends on where someone is on their journey. And it really brings up the core issues that is exactly blocking things out. And so it's, if when we're, we're, when we're addressing those deeper layers, that's what actually causes us to keep on going and to not look at something. Because oftentimes, if you think about it, why we don't want to do something is because we're trying to avoid feeling something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so um, the process I, I use with helping someone connect to the body, <laughs> connect to their emotions, heal the past, and to really uh, open up energetically. And I help them see this in a very visual way. Do you uh, have them put goals and create a calendar? Because I find people a lot of times create busy work so they don't have to face what they're doing. Um, interesting question too, if they create goals for them. Uh, so can you, you, uh, can you clarify well, that a bit better? To prevent just busy work. You know, people sometimes create a lot of busy work so that they don't have to deal with their emotions. Oh, I'm too busy. I'm too, I'm, you know, I've got all this to do. Whereas if you have goals, then you're very focused and you're doing what you need to do. And then you have time to relax and rest and tune into yourself and what's going on inside. Gotcha. You know, what I noticed, Beverly, is that, yeah, there's a time and place for goal setting. However, if the energy of that goal setting is still from a pace of place of pain, doing that action doesn't actually create too big of a change. You're still at the same energy consciousness level. And so that's why I am, I, I support people with their beingness when I work with them mm -hmm. um, in the sense, because when we shift our deservingness level, this is when we shift what we feel that we deserve to create. We already know what that is. It's that, it's that block or the root cause that's in the way that stops us from actually doing those things and feeling worthy of them. And so, yes, there's a time and place of that in that, but it depends on where that client and where they start with me. Um, that's a really, really crucial thing because people do self-care so that they can keep on going. That's mm -hmm. a different intention from doing it from a place of self-care and self-love. And that's the yeah. place I want to bring people to, to embody that self-love and acceptance, really. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, I like that. Um, let's see here. Um, <laughs> I just lost all my questions. So can you talk some more about the face and body analysis? Like, 
Do you do that mirror thing where you look at your face with a mirror or how does that work? Um, yes, I do do uh, basically a mirroring of one side versus the versus the other. And and honestly, it's a it's a place where I, I find a lot of my clients. It, it's a quite emotional experience um, because many have not actually seen themselves uh, for a while. Um, it's um, and, and it, a lot of it is, yes, reading the body, um, but there's mm -hmm. also a very intuitive part. And it's also the space that I hold. Um, I have a lot of feedback from my clients that I hold a very um, compassionate, safe space. And so that is, um, <laughs> this is what I, I truly believe is that we're here actually to create the space. All the, the how-tos, it's a, it's a different, it's just another way, a tool. And I'm holding the space for someone to actually feel safe to see themselves. This is the, the, the difference. Otherwise, it just becomes more information. And so the intention I put on our calls or sessions and things like that is, is super important. It's what I notice as what is really going to hit them at a heart level. And I don't, I hold them accountable for staying with it. It's, it's so easy to feel and then just glance over. That's just our mind and the ego taking over. And often it's, it's those places that we, we, we feel everything's going well. We focus on positivity and there's a time and place to look deeper. And I honestly feel people that are wanting to create this impact, wanting to receive more income, but they're not match matching their level of self-care with it. And I know self-care sounds so airy and fairy. It's truly stepping deeper into self-love and acceptance. Because when we're at that place where we believe that we are worthy and we're willing to receive, and we actually allow our heart to say what we truly desire versus what society tells us we should we should be doing that's when creation happens universe delivers and it maximizes our ability to create in life and to feel happy and fulfilled and all those wonderful things that sound airy fairy so that you can look at a little baby and just enjoy the moment yeah and you know stop and smell the roses but it's like the rose is you Nice. That's a nice analogy. Yeah, I, I see a lot of people too with imposter syndrome or, uh, well, especially women, they tend to give and give and give and and they actually reject receiving anything. I'm, I'm not sure how to word that. Um, I think you said it earlier, but some some people just don't think that they should be able to get anything. They just give. So you must yeah. find that a lot. Yes. Like I remember, like um, I had a client that was telling me all these great things that's happening in her life. And when I sort of allowed, you know, tuned in and deepened into it, I could see that she was actually saying it to me for me to validate her versus that she was actually letting herself receive it. And so again, it's a back to coming into honesty with self and allowing her to hold space to actually receive it. And a lot, it was actually really difficult for her. And that's a really important knowingness and realization. And because we can heal if we're not looking at the truth. That's mm -hmm. why I like to mm -hmm. really help see people see themselves. Yeah, and feel themselves. <laughs> this is. Um, so what is the connection between your soul work and the body? You mentioned that earlier. 
Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, there, you know, honestly, I, I think we hear about this body, mind, heart, soul connection all the time. But I just want to highlight here that our the way we walk, the way we position our feet, you know, all these things actually point and show us our bodies showing us if we're actually in alignment with our soul's purpose. And it shows us if we're actually on direction with our soul's purpose and to what degree, you know, because I mean, obviously, sometimes we're on par, sometimes we're totally off. And just the way we place our feet, for example, affects everything. For, that's our foundation and affects everything in our body up and how we uh, hold ourselves um, literally in our body and the shape that is created in our body. And all of these things are highlighting to us where we may have neglected self where we are not actually on purpose um, and <laughs> places within ourselves that we are not actually looking. Um, I've had people I've worked with who are, you know, they're, they're really, they really feel like, yeah, I feel like I have no issues with deservingness around creating more income. Like I'm doing all the right things and they honestly feel that. And I say that get into that and feel strong in it. And I, I essentially walk them through a process where I test their energy field in that in comparison to, um, other things as reference. And it really, they're, they're so shocked and surprised that, wow, I did not realize that I was pushing it away. Because we we don't, we feel like we're doing all the right things and we are doing our best. And I don't want to discount that. It's just that, that like, like for me, I, I remember thinking, no one will actually see us, Tammy, because we're so good at running away. Spent my life doing this. And I, I came to a realization within myself is that if I don't let people in, I'm never going to heal. I actually had to have that conversation with myself. Like I was, I'm so good at this. Ooh, it was like, it's tough. I really needed someone to hold me at that time. And that's what, you know, I want to hold people through this because it's, it's tough. Um, wherever they're at, you know? Yeah, I, I understand. Um. Yeah, I was on Facebook today and several different people posted, I really want to be alone. And at the same time, I want to be have deeper connections with people. And I think that's a, a sentiment that a lot of people have after the 2020 separation is we want to be have more significant um, relationships, not just volume doesn't count. They need to be important relationships where you're truly intimate and truly connected and not just yeah I know them which is too many relationships are like that yes it's it's so true and it's like the more intimate we are with ourselves the more intimate we are able to create outside of ourselves and I've had a client where you know before she started working with me she was she loved her family. She loved her friends, her close friends, but she found she was trying to, she kept on avoiding them. And so after we worked through some of the deeper things, she just naturally started to want to like go over way to actually connect with her family. And this is the biggest gift sometimes. Like some people think it's all about <laughs> making money and doing all these things and achievements. And it's like something simple like that, that, you know, you can't pinpoint, why am I doing that? Why am I feeling that way? There must be something wrong with me. And then the shame comes in, the guilt comes in, you know what I mean? It's a never ending cycle. And, yeah. and so, yeah, it's just the quality of our life matters. <laughs> so, it does. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it, I ended up in the same story you had. <laughs> I had the perfect marriage, the perfect house, the perfect car. People said, Oh, you're so lucky. You're so blessed. And I thought, well, why am I so unhappy? 
know, same thing. I think a lot of us go through that until we finally wake up. And um, so what you're doing is really important work. And I think a lot of people out there need that kind of help. Um, so how can people for, find more out about you and, and get hold of you? Um, I, I'd be open if you wanted to uh, connect with me on social media and I'll be providing my links on um, um, uh, my website's pathstheheart.com. And you can also email me at Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y, at paths to the heart, exactly how it sounds, um, dot com. Um, and I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, as well as uh, Facebook, if you uh, search up Path to the Heart. And those links will all be down below if you're on YouTube. And so you have a free gift as well, don't you, for our audience? What, tell us about that. Yeah, we'd love to offer um, everyone a free get calm and energize uh, meditation, um, really to support people to get into the space of just building presence within yourself. And so um, I will also provide Dr. Beverly with that link so you can um, yeah, receive that. I'd love to give that. Yeah, that'll be down below also. Um, so do you have any closing words? Do I have any clue? I'm just going to check in with myself right now. What comes up for me to say that um, feels very important? Because I, I, I understand that there's a, a place within us that, well, I want to, you know, I want to love myself and I want to do these inner work and things like this. Um, but there's a place where they say they, they need to make money. And I just want to highlight that there's a, there is a opportunity and place within yourself that you can create more uh, wealth and abundance by actually allowing yourself to love yourself deeper. And it's a place where everything opens up and starts to work if you just allow it and look in these places. Because after I did this within myself, um, income and everything, um, abundance in all different ways started to flow in. And I just want to remind everyone to slow down in the hamster wheel of life and just know there's a different way. Yeah, Thank you. abundance okay. doesn't just mean money. <laughs> it's really yeah, true. It's, yeah. And it doesn't bring much happiness sometimes. <laughs> it's, the, it's the rest of life that makes us happy. Wonderful talking to you today, Tammy. Uh, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks so everyone, remember to be the light you want to see in the world.